Anna. And I'm Rachel. And this is The Creator's Chaos, a podcast for creators by creators. Through engaging, thought-provoking conversations, we empower you to embrace your unique self in the social media scene. In today's episode, we are interviewing Ruby from Positively Ruby as she shares her best practices and ways that we can take care of our mental health as creators this holiday season. But first, let's get into our icebreaker of the day. Today's episode has a lot to do with holidays and mental health around holidays. So we're starting off with the perfect icebreaker, which is what is your favorite holiday movie? I'm going to hand it over to you, Ruby, first. My favorite holiday movie is Elf because it's so feel good and happy and I don't care how many times I watch it. It's still funny. The bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. It cracks me up every time. So it just makes me super happy. (laughs) I love Elf. All right, Anna, how about you? Ruby, that's also my husband's favorite movie so now I have to watch it every year. (laughs) I am a classics girly so I definitely think I really love either a Charlie Brown's Christmas or Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I like all of the cartoon Christmas movies. Okay I'm kind of surprised by that but I kind of love it. Like I was not expecting your answer to go that way. Rachel what about you? I'm a basic girly and it's gonna be the holiday for me. I'm obsessed with the holiday. Like I watch it probably three or four four times at least in the month of December alone. And they're coming out with a second one I heard. I'm so excited. Ruby, we'd love for you to introduce yourself. Tell us, you know, where we can find you on social media and just a little bit about your platform and what you would like our audience to know about you. Yeah, so I'm Ruby and my Instagram, all socials are Positively Ruby. And the kind of gist behind that is because I wanted to be a positive space for people to feel encouraged. And I also just wanted it to be myself, like where people can go to see real kind of unfiltered life. I feel like on Instagram and social media, there's like a lot of filters and it's fake, but I wanted my platform to be somewhere where it's very real. I talk a lot about mental health. I talk about chronic illness and then I'm also a teacher, but my favorite thing is to encourage others. That's essentially why Anna and I wanted to have you a part of this podcast because when we have been talking about the podcast, we've been talking about interviewees and who we want to have on here. Your name comes up all the time when we talk about creator mental health because you really are. You're posting those things that we need to see. They're unfiltered. They're so positive. You keep everything in such a beautiful light on your social media platforms. And it's just like you can make any negative positive. And I love that. And that's why we wanted to have you on today. Because with the holidays coming up, we know that's a really stressful time for people. And it's a time where we put ourselves usually on the back burner and we put others in front of ourselves. And as creators, we're definitely those people. Like I feel like that's just kind of the tribe of the creator. And we want to put everybody's needs ahead of ours sometimes. So this is such a great episode to get us all started on the right mindset heading into holidays. So our first question is going to be, why is taking care of your mental health during the holidays so important as a creator? Because if you don't take care of your mental health during the holidays, then you can't create all the fun content. I mean, that's as simple as it is. If you're not taking care of yourself, then you can't put out your energy and joy into others. And the holidays can be so joyful, but I think they can also be so hard for so many people. So you really have to take in that extra step to do some self-care, or go to therapy or whatever it is, especially because things get dark so easily. And yeah, I think it's, it's just really important during the holidays, especially just in the hustle bustle of things to like take care of yourself. 
I agree, especially with it getting darker. I feel like I have more to do, but less of a day. And how do I squeeze everything in to this crazy time with only like six hours, it feels like, of actual daytime? Absolutely. I completely agree too. The hours the sun is out do play a huge factor. And I feel like all the holidays come around the time where our days are so short. Ruby, I know that you are a very like open person, which I love. So if you could share a little bit of your personal experience as a creator and also just a woman with many things going on in her life, what kind of challenges do you typically face with your mental health during the holidays? Mental health is something I've kind of struggled with on and off, but the holidays especially are always really hard for me. I think a lot of them have kind of painful memories for me just from childhood or whatever. So I think for me, like struggles I face is just trying to like keep my self going and upbeat. You know, I'm also a teacher. So I feel like there's a lot of pressure to do all the things and it can get overwhelming and it can get kind of hard when you're not able to do all the things and then you feel bad and then it's like a spiral. I would say my biggest struggles is probably just spending time with myself and being able to look inward with myself because I find it hard to do when I'm in the hustle and bustle of things in the holidays. But I have struggled on and off with my depression and anxiety and especially during the holiday season, it gets bad just because I get stressed or I'm down. It has been a lot. And then with someone that has chronic illness too, I feel like that kind of just goes hand in hand with that. Yeah. I mean, I completely agree both. I've struggled with depression and anxiety like my entire life as well and chronic illness and all of those things during the holidays just like get amplified to 20. It feels like because you're running around to every single holiday event. You have to almost feel like you're putting yourself on in front of family or friends. You have so many different things you're trying to accomplish all at once and then mental health gets impacted your body gets impacted and vice versa and it just becomes this ever-ending snowball no I definitely like agree with the pressure to be on like when I'm with my husband you know it's easy to just feel like oh I'm having a bad day or a bad pain day but with other people it's a lot harder we're talking a lot about how all of these different circumstances are affecting our mental health what are some common stressors that creators face during this time I feel like I mean I know the last quarter is all the time to get brand deals and everything. And I feel like one event after the other. And so one, finding the time to like shoot that and edit that and whatever. And two, I feel like you want to balance taking content with also spending time with your family. And I feel like that's a really hard mix when you're trying to like do your job, but also enjoy the holiday season. I don't know. I just being a content creator has like an extra layer of stress that a lot of people don't realize. Absolutely. It really does. Like there's so much to do this time of year. I never feel like I'm catching up. Between extra campaigns, your own like creative assets that you want to take, every event, and then you throw in your family is like all in town and they do not understand the other half of your world. They're like, what are you doing? Why do you have this big Christmas thing set up? It's Thanksgiving and you're like, I'm a month ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Are we celebrating Christmas today? Oh, yeah. (laughs) We're way ahead over here. Especially if you like batch content too, then you're like planning ahead. Just the holidays for a creator are really hard. So we're talking about that. How do we balance creating content, you know, nine to five jobs and every holiday event that's going on? Because I know, Ruby, you're also a teacher. That's a whole nother layer of jobs that you can speak to because I know a lot of our audience are, you know, trying to do content creation in midst of their jobs. So how do we balance all of that during the holiday season? For me, I definitely like plan ahead. I will tell my husband like, okay, on this Saturday, I want to shoot these different things or I want to do like this idea 
idea or I will try and do easy clips throughout my week that I can like put into a reel. But a lot of it is just planning ahead. But and then the flip side of that is before I feel burnt out to like take a break because what I've learned is that social media will go on. The world is going to continue spinning and it's not going to stop if I take a break in order for me to like produce my best content and everything. So sometimes that does mean like prioritizing my teaching job over social media and vice versa. But I think it's also a reminder to everyone that you don't see someone's full life in like little squares. You're just seeing little snippets. And so like you have a real life outside of your social media and to make sure that that is something that you're proud of as well as like your social media. I love that. That making sure that your offline life is something that you're proud of. That's perfect. I resonate with that so hard. I totally understand the stress of balance, especially as an educator. Your kids' needs are like top priority. And it's hard sometimes because you're also trying to make yourself a top priority. So I love that you said that because how do we document life unless we're living it? That's such a good point. Our next question is, are there any self-care practices or rituals that you find particularly helpful for yourself as a creator or for Ruby during the holiday season? I go to therapy weekly. Sometimes it's more than once a week. Sometimes it's every other week, but therapy has been my big thing. And I also try and do yoga, which is less about the movement to me and more about like connecting inward with myself. And then I do try and like spend time outside, which, you know, is hard when it's dark. But I also recently learned maybe a few months ago about the seven different types of rest and how there's like creative rest and like spiritual rest and social rest. Also look it up if you haven't heard of it. It's really cool because it changed my view on resting instead of just laying around watching TV, which is sometimes what you need. But sometimes I'll like paint or sometimes I'll make something with my hands or... I'm obsessed with this. Our faces are like, wait, what? And I need this in my life. Like you're saying, it's changed your view on rest. I have such a negative view of rest that I think that this would be mind blowing. So what is it called again, Ruby? The seven different types of rest. My therapist told me about that. Physical, mental, sensory, creative, emotional, social, and spiritual. So physical could be like taking a nap or relaxing. Mental could be like meditating or listening to music. And emotional could be like therapy or spending time with a friend. And social is spending time with others and balancing your alone time. And then creative could be anything. It could be photography. It could be painting. It could be whatever. And then spiritual could be praying or journaling or like however you connect inward. And then sensory could just be sit in silence or to turn off your phone or spend time outside. So yeah, it really has changed my view on on rest because now I try and do one of those every day. Thank you so much for telling us about this because I don't know how I have not heard of this already. I am the same way. I have such a negative viewpoint on rest. It's definitely something I've been trying to work through. And I love that that breaks it down to like little things we can do for each part of ourselves versus like this big idea of rest that I never really know what to do with. My therapist also said to like schedule rest because like I'm someone that will not take breaks and I'll put it on my phone as like a 10 minute creative rest. So I'll just like do something creative for 10 minutes. And what you're saying is, is just balance and rest are so important, especially during this time. So these are little manageable ways to make this happen for your holiday crazy schedule. I'm obsessed. I'm in love. 
We're talking so much about balance. How do we not feel so much pressure to create all of the holiday content when we don't have time? I know sometimes we really want to get all of this fun holiday content out and the time just isn't there. How do we just allow ourselves to be okay with maybe only getting a few pieces of holiday content out? This is like kind of what I think about with my teaching stuff, but it also applies to like creators. Your audience doesn't know what you have planned or not planned out. So like if you don't get to something on your to-do list, your audience has no idea. Like I feel like people are very concerned with themselves. And so rarely am I checking someone's page being like, oh my gosh, they didn't post some reel today. I just feel like people are so focused on themselves. So I just give yourself grace and permission. Like you don't have to do all the things nor can you do all the things because you're one person. No, that's so true. Like nobody's checking our social media calendar. That's a good point. Because you're right. I know my to do list, but everyone else doesn't know my to do list. If I told myself I was going to do 10 pieces of holiday content, and I only did five, Ruby doesn't know that Rachel doesn't know that. I'm just gonna go like and comment on all your stuff and be like, Oh my gosh, so cute. Anna. Like, <laughs> okay, next question. This one is like going along with our rest. And I feel like it's so important. Like this is probably the question I need the answer to. But some creators Creators may feel guilty for taking time off during the holidays. How do they overcome this guilt and give themselves permission to rest and to have grace and to not be present for all the things all the time? Yeah, I think that is very difficult with being a creator is again, feeling that pressure to be on. But I feel like a lot of it just comes down to if you burn yourself out, then you're not going to have anything left to give out. So like you have to take time to take a break. And like, I've just stopped apologizing for breaks. If I take a break, I'm taking a break because again, we have like lives outside of our social media squares. And if we are not being a hundred percent one, I think our audience can see right through that. And two, I also think then maybe you're not creating the best content that you can or like being your best self for others. If you're like overworking yourself, because I know when I'm at my max, I am not able to give everyone a hundred percent because that's just not realistic. So then I wind up giving people 10% here and 10% there. But if I just stop to take a break, then I could give my full attention to one thing. I really like that because I am so horrible at taking breaks or when I do take breaks, I feel like I need to give an explanation to why I took a break. doesn't really matter. I just needed a break. (laughs) You're human. (laughs) I feel like a lot of what we're talking about today is realize that it's you, yourself, and I sometimes. You need to worry about yourself rather than worrying about the way people see you, the way people perceive you, your online brand. That's just like a realization I had. I worry so much about how other people view me than worrying about me taking care of me, if that makes sense. I love this episode. I want this video. It was like this guy in this airport. It took a video of everyone behind him. Like he was doing something wacky with himself. The video was like behind him and not a single person was looking at him. Everyone is like so focused on themselves. Not in like a a bad way. A lot of times when people do say they take breaks, I I might have noticed, but I also might not have because I'm just going through the motions. You know, that sounds horrible, but like, yeah. No, it's so eye-opening at the same time to realize if you're like, oh, I don't like my outfit today, who's going to remember it tomorrow? Especially when you have have a post that maybe is like an 80% on how much you like it and you're like staring at this one thing and you just can't get it right. I don't know anybody zooming in on your Instagram post going way into the corners checking. They're not. Nobody's zooming in on your Instagram post. So you don't have to obsess. (laughs) That is, I'm telling myself this. I love this. 
Also, like, like Instagram has been more casual lately. I've seen like more photo dumps and just people posting whatever. So I feel like that alone should take some of the pressure off of creators is just knowing how social media is going is kind of a more casual people are just kind of sharing whatever, which I'm like, I'm here for I'm sure post a picture of your dog, like whatever. (laughs) Yeah. And we've had this conversation on here, we totally feel the same way. And it's not just the content being posted, it's the attitude towards it as well. People are embracing the authenticity, the genuineness, the down to earth part of our lives. Like that's what I feel like we're starting to show more. I love it. And I've taken my 18 step editing process down to like I've things now. I know you guys should be really proud of me because nobody's zooming in because they're so focused on their own picture that they can't edit the little hair on their forehead. (laughs) Okay, but I love y'all's photos. I think y'all's photos and pictures are amazing. Like I'm always like, oh my gosh, look at that. I would never even know. You've already given us so many amazing recommendations. So I want to know if you have any more good recommendations, maybe like a book, podcast, or any resources that help you with your mental health. So I have a few. One of my like all-time favorite books is If You Feel Too Much. And it's by, I'm going to butcher his name, Jamie Torkowski something. He founded To Write Love on Her Arms, which is like a mental health organization out of Florida. And it has like helped me tremendously when I was in the pits of depression. His book, it's like a memoir book but it has a lot of stuff that you can relate to. And I read his like New Year's excerpt every single New Year's Eve because it just reminds me of hope. And I feel like if you struggle with your mental health, a lot of it is relatable and a lot of it brings like hope. And then another book that I've just read just for me is The Body Keeps the Score. That's about like childhood trauma. And then one that I actually read for my students was What Happened to You. I believe that's what it's called, but it talks about how different things can affect our mental health. And then podcasts, I like to listen to called the therapy talk or therapy something therapy space and then the Huberman lab he has like the science behind a lot of mental health stuff which I love because then I talk to my therapist about it I'm like oh wow I'm not crazy there's actually stuff going on with my brain you're right we often go I am crazy I'm the only one feeling this way it's my fault I'm feeling this way but it's not it's so many other circumstances that are happening that allow your brain to feel these feelings so that's such a great one we will definitely tag all of those resources in the podcast description. Our next question is, how can the creative community as a whole work towards creating a more supportive environment for creators' mental health during the holidays? That's a big one. For me personally, I feel like when I am more vulnerable with what I am going through, then it allows other people the space to do the same. So I feel like if more creators were saying like, hey, this has been hard for me, or like, I am having a hard time or today was an off day for me or whatever, then I feel like it allows other people to feel like, hey, I can share that as well. Because I feel a lot of the reason why people don't share that is because, I mean, we all have like an image, we all have like a brand. And a lot of the time that stuff is like not part of our brand or not what we want it to be like, or we don't want people to be, oh my gosh, like they're struggling. I'm going to unfollow them or whatever. I don't know, just because we're not perfect, but no one's perfect. And I think that by showing the real and like raw parts of our life, Obviously, I mean, you're in control of your life. You choose what you want to share. But just showing the real you, I think, is important. I feel like I relate to a lot of people whenever they're like, oh, I'm having a bad anxiety day or, you know, I'm really struggling. And usually if they'll share something like that, then I will message them and send them like a DM. And so I feel like it just creates more space for conversation. I completely agree. Every time I have opened up, that's where the real community comes in. And it's so nice to know that you're not alone in those feelings because someone 
everyone's always like, hey, I've experienced this or this happened to me. This is what helped, but didn't help. And having those like full blown conversations, it is scary to open up, but I feel like it's always really rewarding. And it's always been a positive thing when I have come to my platform and been like, here's my struggles. Here's what's going on. It always ends up being a community building thing, not something where people are like, oh, Anna, I can't believe, I can't believe she said that. And if they are like, ugh, then they can just unfollow. Like, I'm like, whatever. That's the one thing I think I feel on Instagram a little bit more than any other platform. And that's obviously where Anna and I hang out the most is on Instagram. But I feel like I can definitely be more vulnerable there because the community there is so supportive versus I don't think I would ever post anything like that on TikTok. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Personally, I don't have the community, but I feel that on Instagram. So personally, I feel like you can pick and choose where you are vulnerable and start with close friends if it's a scary step. But I also feel like in this space that we're creating, we just need to be honest. I mean, open and honest conversations save lives because you never know what someone is going through and you might be that one person that says something and then someone else is like, oh, I've been struggling with that and I didn't have anyone to talk to about it. That's happened a lot when I've shared stuff about my depression or anxiety. And on World Suicide Prevention Day, I was kind of sharing my story and I had a friend text me and reached out to me and talked to me about her story. And so I just feel like it allows people to realize that there's other people that have gone through similar things. This is a great question because we love our affirmations around here. Do you have any mantras or affirmations that you keep in the forefront? Yeah, I love affirmations. I use the app I Am and it sends you affirmations like all the time. I love it. But one that I love is that I am becoming the version of myself that I'm proud of every day because I feel like that is something that I strive towards. I want to make younger me proud and I know that even throughout my struggles, I'm a strong person and a compassionate person and that's making myself proud. And then another one that I have just like all the time is that each day is a new day and you can restart at any time because that, you know, sometimes you have a horrible day or a horrible part of your day. So each day is a new day. You can start at any time. (laughs) Our final question, Ruby, which is really just an open space to have this open conversation, but are there any last words of advice or messages you'd like to give any creators heading into the holiday season? My biggest thing would just be that you can't do everything for everyone and you are going to have to pick and choose and it may be hard to pick and choose what you do or don't do but when you're prioritizing yourself and your needs and your self-care then you can be your best version for other people that it's okay if the holidays are not the most magical time for you because they can bring up a lot of memories so just give yourself grace and space and permission to feel all the feelings and reach into your community. Ruby we are so thankful that you were here today and shared all of this wonderful information, especially on this topic that is really vulnerable. I just love how much you always are opening up and really are like the biggest cheerleader. I'll never forget being in the ice storm and Ruby's like, I sent you a Starbucks gift card just to keep warm. And like that made my month of the ice storm. Like I'll never forget that. So it just goes to show that these like little things we do for others is really impactful and to just be kind on ourselves as well. So I love Ruby. 
team. I love y'all. Y'all are amazing. Thank you so much for having me. You guys are just like light and sunshine on all platforms. And I'm very thankful to know you guys. Oh my gosh. We are so thankful to know you. And like Anna said, if you don't follow Ruby yet, change that fact. Go find her at Positively Ruby on Instagram, TikTok, all the things. Definitely go follow her for all the mental health positivity inspiration, but also the colorful content that she creates is just gorgeous. So thanks again for being here, Ruby. We loved having you. Thank you for having me. If this episode resonated with you, we invite you to leave a review, rate, follow, and share with your creative bestie. Make sure to connect with us on our platforms at The Creators Chaos and our personal accounts at The underscore R Brooks and at Anna Page Morgan. Thank you so much for listening and being part of our community. 